You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as our guests walk us through the truth of God's Word and teach us the Bible. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Tim Webb, and back with David Klingler. We've been walking through Matthew Finished up chapter 6, and David, today we're going to move into chapter 7. The Lord is continuing his Sermon on the Mount. And so, as we mentioned last week, talking about his righteousness, seeking his righteousness, we cannot, we cannot earn that. We simply have to ask. So, what's, he, what's he's continuing here in chapter 7 in, in this discussion? Yeah, one of the things that uh, we want to always point out to our seminary students to remind them is, uh, and it's the obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Um well, at least it, sh- it should be obvious should be. to us. But but these chapters, um, these chapter headings, the verses, they weren't added until mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of years after True. the yes. text was written, right? Yes. Uh, it's easy so, to forget. Yeah, and so the, the sentence that follows um, seven uh, or uh, 634 is 7-1. Mm-hmm. This is the very next sentence, okay? Mm-hmm. And so um, there's a few verses where all... Un- there may be like a couple verses. This is the verse that all unbelievers seem to know. Judge not, lest you be judged, yeah, right? right? Do not judge, lest you be judged. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this doesn't fall out of the sky in isolation, but it is situated in the sermon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he continues. Uh, in verse 2, it's a, we call this a, a, it's another a gar clause or explanatory clause, for or because, for in this way, <coughs> in the way that you judge, you will be judged. Now, mm-hmm. Uh, um, by the standard of measure, by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Now, remember back to what he's talking about in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Mm-hmm. If you forget, uh, judge others, that's how you'll be judged, judged. right? right. Uh, if you judge others with no mercy, you will be judged with no mercy, right? Mm. If you judge others with a false standard of righteousness that elevates yourself, you'll be judged by the same standard, which you don't keep, Right. <laughs> Uh, and so you want to judge others by do not murder. Um, the standard is you are to not hate your brother from right, your heart. Right, okay, right. So you're judging your brother with no mercy. You'll be judged with no mercy. Uh, and see, the Pharisees, see, we think about believers and do they lose it. No, there's two groups here. There's, there's Jesus and there's the Pharisees. And mm-hmm. the Pharisees and what they're doing is they're judging others. Mm-hmm. And so this is the warning to the Pharisees in the way that you judge, it will be judged of you. By your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> so we talked the last time just briefly about what happens to the believer. Does he lose his salvation? No, this is the warning that Jesus is going to talk about later in the gospel, that mm-hmm. the leaven of the Pharisees would creep back into the believer. Well, what is the leaven of the Pharisees? We need to define that. It's the teaching of the Pharisees, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this self-righteousness of the Pharisees, this judging others of the Pharisees. Uh, be careful mm-hmm. that you go down that trail, right? It's very easy for us to become believers and then go right back to our Pharisaical ways mm-hmm. and start judging others, okay? And so this is instruction for uh, the hearers. Uh, remember, right in the middle of the sermon, and they have not yet been told how they receive this righteousness of God. They think they've got to get it through being a Pharisee. And Jesus says, no, you got to be better than the Pharisees. you mm-hmm. got to be perfect as your Heavenly Father is perfect. Mm-hmm. And so verse 3, why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye and don't notice the log that is in your own? This is the problem with the Pharisee. He doesn't see his own failures. Right. He just sees other people's failures. 
he sees other people's failures, so he judges them with no mercy when he doesn't recognize his need for mercy himself, mm-hmm. right? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, or let me hold you accountable to the law, mm-hmm. and not recognize the log that is in your own eye? You're a bigger violator of the law. You hypocrite. There it is again, mm-hmm. the Pharisees. First, take the log out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye, right? The mm-hmm. eye is the window into the soul. This right. is the, the last time, right? Um, now, what's he doing here? Uh he takes the log out of his first. And in other words, he judges himself first, recognizes mm-hmm. the speck, and removes the speck in his own eye, mm-hmm. recognizes he's in need of mercy, so now he's going to give it, so that he can then more clearly take the speck out of his brother. Verse 5, he's judging his brother again. Mm-hmm. But now he's judging the brother with the right standard. He's now seeing clearly. And mm-hmm. so the standard by which he's being judged is the same standard. Um uh, you know, I used to hold, the Pharisee says, um, that uh, you shall not murder. I recognize now that the problem was hating the brother from my heart, mm-hmm. and so I need mercy. Mm-hmm. And so now he can say to his brother, you need the same mercy because you right. have the same heart to hate in your heart. So, um, And so this is the instruction on how uh, to uh, to have your teaching, your understanding correct. So could, could we say that that's also an act of love? So this judgment, oh, sure. I mean, I mean, Absolutely. if you really love your brother, just love him the right way. Yeah. 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 Um, Paul is going to say to the Corinthians, I've judged him already, right? Paul, mm-hmm. it, look, mm-hmm. if, if judge not, unless you be judged, then Paul is not doing what Jesus is saying to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. The problem is what we think Jesus is saying to do. Um, the interpretation that the unbeliever has with this verse, don't judge lest you be judged, mm-hmm. is the wrong interpretation. That shouldn't shock you. The unbeliever has the wrong interpretation right. <laughs> to justify himself, which yeah, is greatly right. ironic, right? Mm-hmm. No, in the way that you judge, you'll be judged by your standard mm-hmm. of measure. It'll be measured to you. Right. You can't get out of this, right? Now, right. Uh, verse 6, do not throw or do not give what is holy to the dogs and do not throw your pearls before swine lest they trample you under feet and turn and tear you to pieces. We've always seen this trampled under feet language uh, mm-hmm. back in uh, in chapter 5, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the salt becomes saltless and it's uh, trampled underfoot by men, yeah. okay? Um, this is a uh, verse that has to that can only be understood in how story works, okay? So... Um, we come to these verses and we theo- and we've been doing it a little bit here, right? We've been theologizing, in yes, other words, true. taking it out of the context of the Sermon on the Mount, what Jesus is saying to them then and there, and that's mm-hmm. valid only after you've understood the point. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, this verse becomes very problematic. Mm-hmm. Don't throw what is holy. Well, what is holy? What is you know this message of righteousness and how you get it? Right, this gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't throw it to the dogs. Don't throw it to the Gentiles. That's who would he be referring to? The dogs, right. the pearl, dogs and pearls swine. before swine. And you're going to mm-hmm. have parables about this later. Mm-hmm. Lest they trample them under feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Um, now, a few chapters later, Jesus is going to say the same thing. Uh, he's going to say it in chapter 10. Uh, he's going to send out his disciples and he's going mm-hmm. to tell them, do not go to the Gentiles, do not go to the Samaritans. Okay, Go only to the perishing sheep of the house of Israel. Uh, don't throw what is holy, the gospel, before the dogs, lest they turn and trample mm-hmm. underfoot. Chapter 15, uh, he's going to do uh, the same thing in the story. This is the uh, uh, Jesus heals uh, the uh, the Gentile woman's daughter, the demon-possessed yes. daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Jesus went away from there. This is in chapter 15, mm-hmm. verse 21. Went into the uh, withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Behold, a Canaanite woman 
came out of that region uh, and uh, cried out, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is cruelly demon-possessed. And he did not answer her a word. Um, and his disciples came to him and kept saying, Send her away, for she's shouting after us. And he answered and said, I was sent only to the perishing sheep of the house of Israel, the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The mm-hmm. same people that the disciples, his disciples, were instructed to go to in chapter 10. Mm-hmm. In chapter 11, he preaches, uh, you know, come to me all who are weary and happy laden. Chapter 12, they reject him. And now chapter 13, he begins to preach in parables. So here he is, uh, and he's saying the same thing. Um, but she came again and bowed down low, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, it is not good to take the children's bread and to throw it to the dogs. Mm-hmm. And she said, yes, Lord. But even the dogs feed from the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Even the Gentiles benefit from the revelation, This, uh, the, 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 the king, the Messiah of Israel. The Gentiles benefit mm-hmm. from it too. In you, all mm-hmm. the families of the earth be blessed. Mm-hmm. She gets it, right? Mm-hmm. And the Lord said to her, O woman, your faith is great. Be it done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed at once, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're starting to see this story. Jesus came to the uh, to, to Israel to save his people from their sins. That's the, uh, for it is, uh, you were to name him Jesus, for it is he will save his people from their sins. Mm-hmm. And you're watching in the story as his people <clears throat> reject him. Mm-hmm. And so now, in light of Israel's rejection, the gospel is going to the dogs. It's going to the Gentiles. The great irony is, Paul's going to turn around and call the unbelieving Jews dogs. The the Gentiles have believed the gospel. Mm -hmm. The Philippians, for example, have believed the gospel. And so Paul's going to tell the Philippians, beware of the dogs, beware of the false circumcision, Mm -hmm. for you're of the true circumcision. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. So there's great irony here. Mm -hmm. But this is taking place in the story. You're watching the story develop. Don't throw what is holy before dogs is going to turn into take the gospel to the Gentiles by the end of this story. Mm-hmm. So we're watching this uh, story take place, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 7, ask and it will be given. Now, what is the thing that you were to ask? What is the thing that you were to seek for, right? So this goes back to chapter uh, 6, verse mm-hmm. uh, 32 and 33. Uh, don't seek what the Gentiles seek, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. So uh, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. You will uh, ask, seek, uh, you're to seek the kingdom, you're to seek the righteousness. Mm -hmm. How do you receive the righteousness? Well, you ask for it, you knock, and it will be open for everyone who asks, receive, and everyone who seeks, find, and to him who knocks, it shall be open. For what man is there when a son asks him for a loaf, bread, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, We'll give him a stone. Or uh, if he asks him for a fish, uh, we'll give him a snake instead. He won't give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father in heaven give to you or give what is good to those who ask him? Now, the uh, the good thing is the thing that they need. They mm-hmm. need the righteousness mm-hmm. of God. And so, um, um, therefore, uh, however you want people to treat you, you treat them. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so this, back to verse 11, uh, if you being evil know how to give good things, how much more will your Father in heaven give um, stuff, that's usually how it's interpreted yes. uh, to those who ask him. Now, that cannot be the correct interpretation because they, mm-hmm. they were just told, don't seek the don't stuff. Don't seek those things. <laughs> seek <laughs> right, the righteousness, right, right. the kingdom yeah. of God, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so <clears throat> you ask for what you need, and what you need isn't the stuff. Mm-hmm. What you need is the kingdom. Yes. What you need is the king. What mm-hmm. you need is righteousness. Mm-hmm. 
Therefore, however you want people to treat you, so treat them, right? He's right back to this, Mm -hmm. forgive and you will be forgiven. However you want people to treat you with forgiveness, Mm -hmm. with mercy, this is how you treat them. For this is the law and the prophets. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. He's given you mercy. Uh, he's loved you, and so you love your brother, you look out for your brother, you protect your brother, mm-hmm. uh, and you give your brother mercy because the Lord is compassionate and gracious and slow to This isn't anything new. Mm-hmm. This is the Old Testament. Therefore, enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide, and the, the, the way is broad that leads to destruction. Who's teaching the broad way? The Pharisees, Pharisees are. are. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the broad way? Uh, keep the law. Um, elevate yourself, right? Um, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, follow our example. No, no. Uh, that's the broad gate, which leads to destruction. And many are those who will enter by it. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life. How do you get uh, righteousness? Uh, if you ask uh, some unbeliever out there, are you, do you think you're going to heaven? Oh, yeah, I'm going to heaven. Why, why do you think you're going to heaven? They're going to take, well, you know, I'm not as bad as that guy or that yeah, guy. Yeah. I do good stuff, right? Yeah. You know, I, I go to the soup kitchen and help people and, you know, mm-hmm. give to, you know, uh, whatever charity, goodwill, or whatever charity, or the church, or, you know, whatever. No, no. You're righteous through faith. You're righteous through asking. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I remember years ago, I had a buddy who lived across the street. And he comes and knocks on the door, and he says, um, <clears throat> what do I have to do to be saved? So, all right, come on in. He sat down, and we talked, and just explained to him the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. That um, that you are righteous through asking, that you can do, that nothing you do gains merit before the Father. Mm-hmm. The Lord is not impressed with anything you do. The Lord was impressed with his Son. And so you recognize you're a sinner in need of mercy, and you ask for forgiveness. You ask for imputed righteousness. You believe in the name of Christ. And he says, that's it? So that's it. Do, well, do I have to do this thing or that thing or the other thing? And he starts mm-hmm. going down this list. Mm-hmm. I said, to be saved? No, you have to acknowledge that you're a sinner saved by grace, that you know, ask for righteousness imputed through the person of Christ. Sins are forgiven. You will be saved. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying, so he, I remember him saying, uh, so there's nothing that I can do. <laughs> I said, nope. He said, that's hard to believe. <laughs> That's exactly right. See, yeah. the broad way is I, yeah. if I do enough stuff, yeah. if I can be in just to help enough people and be in. Look, you can help everybody. It's not enough. Mm-hmm. You are, the standard is not good enough. The standard is perfection. Mm-hmm. And there's only one. And so it's imputed to you. It's not earned by you. Mm-hmm. Right? If we could do what only Christ could do, we wouldn't have needed Christ to do what only Christ could do. Right, so it's not Christ's righteousness plus my stuff equals salvation. Your stuff is not adding anything; mm-hmm. it's taking away. It's a negative, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, the narrow way is to acknowledge you have nothing to offer. Yes, this is all by mercy. It is all uh, an expression of God's grace, mm-hmm. and you don't deserve any of it. And I told my class this last week: um, God's not fair. And I thank the Lord he's not fair. You bet. <laughs> because if he was fair, he'd give me what I deserved. And if, it was, if he was fair, he wouldn't have given his son what he didn't deserve to give me what I don't deserve. Mm-hmm. He's not fair. But he's just, right? Mm-hmm. And he's merciful and compassionate, gracious and slow to anger. And if we've received righteousness that way, it's been imputed to us that mm-hmm. way, then we are to give it to others. Now, um, the false prophets, the Pharisees, 
They're going to teach the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come to you in sheep's clothing. They look good on the outside, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they haven't had their hearts circumcised. Mm-hmm. They look good on the outside. How do they look good on the outside? Well, because when they pray, mm-hmm. uh, they when have they the give. parade oh, yeah. in front of them, and when they... You know, or, or when they give, they have the parade in front mm-hmm. of them. When they when they pray, they stand on the corners, and yeah, it looks good all to them. You know, yeah. They do all the fast and stuff. It all looks good on the outside, mm-hmm. but on the inside, they're ravenous wolves. Mm-hmm. You will know them by their fruits. Grapes are or grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor fig trees from thistles. Are they? Even so, every tree, a good tree, bears good fruit, and every bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not produce a good fruit is cut down and thrown in the fire. So, th- so then you will know them by their fruits. Now, I often hear this passage taught, uh, their fruits are their works, W-O-R-K-S, their works. Right. Now, the problem with that is any works that these people list aren't as good or as impressive as the works that are listed in the next three verses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not right. everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, right. will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. Okay, what's the will of the Father? Is it to give alms the way the Pharisees do? Nope. Mm-hmm. Is it to pray? The, nope. Is it to interpret the law the way? They do? Nope. Well, what is it? It is to ask for imputed righteousness. Mm-hmm. For many mm-hmm. will say to me on that day, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Now, that's a pretty good work. Mm-hmm. In your name, cast out demons. That's a pretty good work. Or do miracles in your name. Pretty good work. And I will say to them, depart from me, for I never knew you, you who do lawlessness. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, uh, hears the words, hears the sermon, and responds correctly. What's the correct response? Ask for righteousness, and it will be mm-hmm. given. Mm-hmm. Uh, seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be compared to a wise man who's built his house upon the rock. Uh, the rock is Christ, and the rain descends, and the flood comes, and the wind blows and bursts against the house, and it did not fall, for it had been founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act upon them, and you're going to have people mm-hmm. who hears the words and don't act upon them, or hear and sound good for a while, but then afterwards not so mm-hmm. much, right? So the parable right. of chapter 13, that type of thing. Compared to a fool who's built his house upon the sand, and the, the judgment comes, the rains descend, the floods came, and the wind blew, and burst against that, that house, and its fall was great, right? Uh, and so the result was that Jesus, when he finished these words, the multitudes were amazed at his teaching because he was teaching as one having authority, not as the scribes. See, there's the contrast, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, real quickly, I want to go back to this um, Good tree, good fruit, bad tree, bad fruit. Because I told mm-hmm. you, it's not works. Well, then what right. is it? Well, exactly. uh, a couple chapters later, this mm-hmm. is going to be in chapter 12, um, the same author, Matthew, quoting the same speaker, Jesus, mm-hmm. speaking to the same people, <clears throat> Pharisees, um, speaking the same words. This is in chapter 12, verse 33. Either make the tree mm-hmm. good and its fruit good, the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of viper, you seeds of serpents. How can you, being evil, speak what is good? Mm-hmm. For the mouth speaks that which fills the heart. The good man out of his good treasure brings forth what is good. The evil man out of his evil treasure brings forth what is evil, right? So the, the good man, the good treasure brings forth um, by uh, that which fills the heart comes out of the mouth, right? 
the mouth, the good man out of his good treasure brings forth what is good. Uh, the mouth speaks that which fills the heart, right? right? So if you ask the Pharisee, are you righteous? He'll say, absolutely. Yes. Why are you righteous? Well, let me explain the law to you. Mm-hmm. It says, don't murder, don't commit adultery. You got to be like me. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to give alms like me. You've got to fast like me. You got to pray like me. And Jesus says, yeah, they just condemn themselves. Right. Right. No, the standard isn't to be like the Pharisees. Unless your righteousness far exceeds the Pharisees and the scribes, you won't enter the kingdom. No, you got to be perfect as your heavenly mm-hmm. father is perfect and that righteousness imputed to you. And so if you ask, uh, the one who has had the righteousness imputed, are you righteous? Say, yeah. How are you righteous? Through asking, That's through right. faith. Yeah. Right. Uh, the good man out of his good treasure brings forth what is evil, or what is uh, good. good, and the mm-hmm. evil man out of his evil treasure brings forth what is evil. Verse 36, and I say to you, every careless word. So it's not works, W-O-R-K-S, it's words, W-O-R-D-S, mm-hmm. that men shall speak. They shall render account of it on the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will condemned. be condemned. Yeah. Uh, words, because that which fills the heart Comes out of the comes mouth, out of the mouth, right? right. Uh, and so the ministry of the Spirit is to transform the heart so that the law makes sense, so that mm-hmm. uh, you recognize you've been given mercy, so you give mercy, and that's what comes out of the mouth, and that's what Jesus is teaching. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> application. How are you righteous? You're righteous through asking. It's imputed to you through faith. Through faith in the King, mm-hmm. who brings the kingdom and is the righteousness of God. Right. And so nothing has changed. Right. And so it is only through the king uh, that you can be made right, be made clean, be made righteous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so coming right out of this sermon in chapter eight, we're going to see an illustration of that. Several illustrations of the king making right, the king making righteous, the king mm-hmm. making clean. Mm-hmm. And that's what we'll pick up next time. Sounds good. He keep the Lord makes it pretty simple. Yeah, if we will we just, read it in context, right? Just keep keep it going. Keep, keep it going. going. Keep it going. Uh, instead of reading in isolation, yep. judge right. not, lest you be judged. That's judge right. not, lest you be judged. Right. Well, that's probably a good verse to memorize, but memorize it in context, yeah, right? With the others, you judge others, right? Uh, I, I always laughingly say, uh, you know, I would be more merciful if people were less stupid. Right. <laughs> and I say that because it's a reminder to myself that that's not the standard. Uh, hey, Klingler, you're the biggest idiot that you know. You live with him every day, uh, and you've been given yeah. mercy, so you give mercy. Mm-hmm. So the irony there is just hilarious. But mm-hmm. I catch myself doing it all the time, right? Exactly. Yes. And so uh, judge not, lest you be judged, in the yeah. same manner that you're yeah. judging others. I don't, I don't want to be judged in that manner. I don't want to be judged in the manner that I judge others. I want to be judged with mercy. Mm-hmm. Right, and then if that's how I want to be judged, then I should care yeah. for others mm-hmm. in that way. Uh, and so the uh, the golden rule, mm-hmm. however you want people to treat you, mm-hmm. treat them. Do you want to be judged with judgment, or do you want to be judged with mercy? Mm-hmm. I'll take mercy. Man, you know it's still it's that's hard. It's hard not to fall in that trap because some of the some of the hardest people, and I've I've been guilty of this. Are believers, Christians. Absolutely. I just, and sometimes I find myself wanting to be around lost people just because it, yeah. it, they're just, they're just, uh, yeah, in the right context. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't take no, that the no, wrong I, way. I, I mean, no, it, was I just, it was just this, this raw 
sense of this is who I am. Yeah. And uh, so. Because with often these believers, the pharisaical mindset, the judging mm-hmm. others creeps right back in. James is going to say, yeah. uh, say it this way. Yes. Uh, they, they looked in the mirror. They were exposed. They believed the gospel, mm-hmm. and then they walked away from the mirror, forgot. Uh, and they forgot, they forgot the mercy that they was forgot. given to them. Exactly. And so they go right back to judging exactly. others, or even worse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the Gentile says, judge not, lest you be judged. Well, they have no standard of righteousness, no right or wrong. Right. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's problematic. Um, but what's more problematic, or just as problematic, just as wrong, is for the believer to judge with a standard other than what he's been judged by Mm -hmm. because it removes the need for mercy, the recognition of mercy first in your own life, and then uh, the need to treat others with that same mercy. Well, thank you, David, and thank you, everyone, for being with us today. And we'll get back into Matthew's story, his gospel, next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. For more information, download our app. If you have any questions or desire to continue our discussion from today's topic, send an email to teachmethebible at championfellowship.org. Remember, your belief drives your behavior. See you next time.